All right, all right. The OGs are back to provide all the insight you need to know about music, movies, TV, and sports. I'm Trey Alessio alongside the homie Brandon Ogden. We are Are You Entertained? Brandon, what it do? How's it going? Living the dream, hanging in there, you know. Uh, we're growing in 2020, but uh, you have stumbled upon the original OG podcast. We have a lot to break down, so uh, we're going to hop right into it. Um, as always, we start off every podcast with our shoot the shit segment. This includes uh, us basically just throwing out any movies, TV shows we've seen, albums or songs that we've heard, funny stories we'd like to tell since the last podcast. Um, trying to think, any big life things go on for you since the last podcast? I don't, not, not really. Not really. The last one you went to Kansas City for uh, AFC Championship. Yeah, you went on a cruise. That was discussed in the last one, right? Yeah. So life is just you know. I was yeah. at KC for the Super Bowl. So oh right, right, par- right. Party done there. So that was probably lit. It was pretty good. Yeah. Did you get you know hammered? No, because I had to leave like four hours Ooh. later. Yeah, that's tough. So, like I. I the Monday after should be a holiday, it right? Should. I mean, should. or they should switch it to Saturday. Where do you land on that? Do you think they should make Monday make a Monday federal a holiday, holiday yeah. or do Ma- you think they move the Super Bowl to Saturday? Make Monday a federal holiday. <laughs> I mean, we all want more days off. Exactly. That, so <laughs> I feel that. It's I a Monday. That. Who cares? It is a Monday. Touche. Um, yeah. So good stuff. Um, I have some things just I'd like to throw out. Uh, the, these we don't go into great detail, but the power finale just happened um this past sunday crazy uh so this isn't really like a spoiler spoiler but they've uh, they've announced five separate spinoffs jesus i know that's a lot to commit to i don't think i'm gonna keep it honestly yeah that's it's a lot to the first one so they're doing them they call them books so book two is called ghost that one starts this summer i don't know I, I I might try and see if this one's okay, but like you can also cancel, come back if you hear it's really good. True, I think that might be what I do because that's a lot to commit to, yes. and I guarantee they won't be as good as no. like the original. Yeah, so no, no chance. Yeah, but it was a really good finale, a really fun show. Um, so I recommend it out there to anybody. I think it's on Hulu if you want to oh, give it, it a shot. Hulu? Yeah, okay. so check that out if you're looking for a new show. Um, the McMillions documentary. Have you got into I have this one? Not yet. Oh okay. yeah, yeah. I watched. The I watched first the first episode. episode. The yeah. second one premiered last night. I think I haven't watched. I did that. watch the first. The first one was good. I mean, it was a little slow. The uh, main dude. The main dude. If he wasn't as good as he is, like funny and like you upbeat. Think so I think he's kind of annoying. Really? I find him kind but of. But let's just say he's like a normal dude. Like it would kind of be a boring documentary. Tore it down just him. a little bit. Yeah. It, it's a cool story. Yeah, I mean, it'll I get think, a lot better. Right, and I think they did. That was like the setup episode right. to like lay all the like groundwork. groundwork. Um, it's gonna get real good though. It's a crazy concept. I mean, I, I honestly I thought I heard that they're making a movie about it, but I I could be wrong there. Um, just the whole concept of it is crazy. Mm-hmm. I think it's it warrants a documentary. You got Absolutely. McDonald's. You got. FBI. You got FBI. I'm pretty sure the mafia is going to become involved somehow. I'd assume. I'm excited to watch the second episode and see that. So hopefully that um, is kind of one of the documentaries to look forward to uh, this year when we're looking back. A couple songs that I've been really rocking with is GED by Loot. He's uh, one of the kind of up-and-coming rappers on Dreamville. Really rocking with that song. Honestly, one of my favorite songs of 2020 so far. 
And then Meek Mill just dropped a new song with Justin Timberlake. It's called Believe. It's great song. It is really fucking good. Cam, I, I was Cam, surprised. Cam says it's a lock for NFL draft song. Yep. I, I could see that for sure. For sure. He's the one who wanted to go to that, right? Yeah. Yeah. Is that going to happen? Is he making it there? Uh, not with me. <laughs> not with Braden. All right. Uh, yeah. No, that's a great song. So that's kind of what I've been rocking with since the last podcast. We, what, what do you got? Have you been up to date with The Outsider? Um, I didn't watch this past Sunday. Okay, I think I saw the, Oscars, the first so. three or four. No, I did watch it because they dropped it early. Um, On the Super Bowl. Oh, was it the Super the Bowl? Super Bowl they right. dropped so early. I watched, I watched that one. Yep, so I'm up through that. Yeah, so I think I think there was one this past Sunday, too, because yeah. I didn't watch it because the Oscars. Same. But, um, yeah, it it's good. Yeah, I, it's intriguing. I, it's intriguing. I, I really I, am, It got picked up for a second season, right? Oh, really? I, I feel like I heard that, and I was kind I, of like... You could be right, and the reason I could see that is because they keep calling it like a regular series. Like You would think that if they're thinking about one season they'll call it a limited series yeah i just don't see how they're going to keep going with this is it going to be anthology where it's like new just characters and almost ast- almost really like uh true detective right because you would think that they're going to reveal who the weird yeah deformity guy is in the in the last episode i would think um i just hope they keep it grounded enough to where it feels a little bit real i might have made up that there's a season two. Okay. I don't have a confirmation on that. Okay. But. I I off the top of my head, I haven't seen that it's gotten renewed, but I mean it's good enough and it probably has enough eyes on it because it's HBO's really only like drama, one hour drama yeah, show right now. now. Um so I, I could see it maybe getting picked up. It's just I don't know how they'll keep it going because the big thing is gonna be the reveal of this weird character. Yeah. And I would assume it happens in the finale, but we'll see. Uh, it's a fun, it's a cool little show. It's very interesting. Um, Cynthia Arivo, who plays Harriet, is the the yeah. private uh, investigator. I really like her in it. She's weird, and mm-hmm. I, I like her character. And then just to a good transition point here, another thing that I watched was American Factory. Okay, which won Best Doc. Right. Um, it's by it was the first documentary out of Obama's production right. crew, right. which is pretty cool. Yep. Uh, it was interesting. It, it was uh, when you watch it, you're surprised that like the company let, like, let them do it. Yeah, let them do it yeah. because it doesn't paint them in okay uh, the best light. Um, but it's a good watch. It's a good watch. Uh, interesting doc. I literally watched it two hours before the Oscars. So. Oh, really? So yeah. so it's just like one like movie type Oscar. Yeah. Okay. So it's on Netflix if if you're interested. I will. I definitely have to check that out. Uh, yeah. So like Brandon said transitioning into the Oscars. That's kind of the main thing here that we have a lot of main things here, but this is the most recent one. Mm -hmm. So we're going to get right into it. Um, I didn't put every category because we'd be here forever. So I picked out kind of our main ones. Let's go bottom up, bottom up. Okay. We'll do that. And then we also, Brandon sent me a link to fill out our own ballots to predict right beforehand. Um, So at the end, we'll, try and look at that okay i have my link so if you want to i, can I have them all and, and i have them like uh if we won or not okay but i don't have the final tally like so we'll, we'll tally it up okay. at the end cool i think you won but really it was very Aye. close okay cool all right so we're gonna start bottom up here so uh number one is the an- animated feature and this was a surprise to me um yeah. was it a surprise to you no i this is what i picked this is what you picked okay 
Um, so Toy Story four one. Um, I so so me and Trey saw this movie. Uh, oh, we no. were both drunk. Ah, and Trey fell asleep. But this just came out on Disney Plus, and I watched it. Did you watch Oscars. it? Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so it is a good movie, but I definitely fell asleep. Yeah, the you first were. Time. You. I woke you up once. <laughs> I was fighting, and then hard. I was like, "I'm not waking his ass up again," so I let him sleep. But we <laughs> we were very drunk at. This. I was fighting hard. It was a stream of consciousness. We were drunk, and then we just ate a yeah. full pizza. Yeah, it was. Da- it was. We were day drinking. We went to it was a like movie. 104. I don't know why we went to the movie. Yeah, that's terrible. <laughs> It was so idea. stupid. But, uh, yeah, so I just remember, like, I was fighting so hard, and my eyes popped open, yeah. and I'm kind of at the end, and I'm like, I got the gist. <laughs> but I definitely did not. Rewatching it, I'm like, I don't remember I don't any even of this. think we did it unfiltered on it. Oh, hell no. I wouldn't have been able to. I wouldn't have been able Brandon, to. Brandon, completely take the plot here. <laughs> right. Right. It was a good movie, though. I So the reason I say I thought it was a surprise is because um, – Listening to a couple other podcasts that were kind of predicting the Oscars, um, well, Klaus. one they were saying Klaus, and then um, two missing link yeah. won the Golden Globe, so that may have been a predictor. But um, it so was yeah. a pretty weak year for animated films, though. right? There wasn't anything huge. I'm telling you, look out for Soul though oh, for yeah. the next year. I cannot wait for that movie. So that'll be cool. All right, let's move on to some screenplays. This is my shit. Um, adapted screenplay went to Taka Watiti. In Jojo Rabbit. This was kind of a upset was, too, right? Yeah, this was an upset. Uh, I was really happy about this one. Um, so I think everyone kind of thought it was going to go to Greta Gerwig for Little Women because yeah. she didn't get nominated for director, which is a huge snub. Which we both picked Little Women. Right. I, I, so. I just figured they throw her one. Um, yeah. But on the other hand, I really, really, really enjoyed Jojo Rabbit, and yeah. I'm happy to see. I feel like some of the edge up. has to go to Little Women. I think it's like the fifth or sixth time it's been made into a movie. Maybe, yeah. And so, like, with Jojo, it is like this is the first time we've seen it on film. So, right. like, there's a little bit more uniqueness sure, to sure. it. Um, now, so. I don't know if we talked about hearing about this, but – Maybe it was a different conversation. Did we hear that it, like Greta Gerwig did something different, or did she kind of? I think there was a more like modern twist on modern it. twist. Okay, um, but I don't think it I was, haven't seen that one yeah. or Parasite yet. I wanted to watch Parasite uh, last night. I didn't get to it, um, <clears throat> but that's definitely in the works. So, all right, best original screenplay went to Bong Joon Ho and Han Jin Won for Parasite. Um, so yeah, it, I need to see this movie. Um, yeah, I, I would let's re- go ahead and link this in with it. Also, <coughs> Bong Joon Ho won for director, best director. So this this uh, this was kind of what did you think about the director? So what yeah, did you pick he, for director? Uh, I picked Mendez. I, I think I did, did. too. Uh, once <coughs> he won best director, that's when I immediately was like, I wish I could live bet the best picture winner <laughs> right, because they right. Parasite's going to win best picture. Yeah, I, I don't know. I. Part of me kind of felt like, okay, 1917 is the lock, so they're going to show love to Parasite on the other ones. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. The screenplay w- made sense, though, because according to – I haven't seen it, but I from from what I understand is 1917 doesn't have, like, a ton of dialogue. Very true. So 1917, in terms of the script, I, I could totally agree on that. Right. I haven't seen Parasite to compare it, but the story on 1917 is so simple – it's it's genuinely how it is shot and the right. visuals of it, which make it great. Whereas I, I don't know, but I would assume that this story for Parasite is great. 
Um, so that's probably why it got love on the screenplay end rather than 1917. Uh, director, I don't, I don't know. Uh, I can't really knock Parasite. I, I'm not going to, but um, 1917 was beautifully shot. Honestly, the I don't, I don't, I can't think of another movie that looks like it was one shot. Uh, and the direction for that, pretty incredible. But I'm looking forward to seeing Parasite to compare it and see if it, it was worthy. I mean, I'm, I'm sure it is, obviously. Um, but yeah, let's move on to our uh, acting ones now. Uh, we're going to start in the supporting realm. We have supporting actor. I think we all picked this. I think this was I'm pretty predicted sure by we the went, masses. I'm pretty sure we went four for four on, on the all the acting. Okay. These were those were the biggest locks of the night. Right. I said on so on our press coverage podcast, which is now under the Are You Entertained umbrella. We do like our lock of the week. Okay. And Brad Pitt was my lock of the week on that. Good stuff. Good so, stuff. Uh, yeah. yeah. It just felt like they were all, they all gave tremendous performances. I think each one was um, unique. Uh, unique, but also like deserving. Right. Totally. Like, I don't think there's an argument against any of these people. Um, so, yeah. It, it just made it kind of anticlimactic because. Right. They were such heavy favorites going in. That's fair. That's fair. I mean, it, 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 there weren't any surprises on the right. acting front. So, yeah, it, I, I guess you're right on that part. Uh, but, so Brad Pitt for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood gets the supporting actor nod. And then supporting actress went to Laura Dern in Marriage Story. Um, I loved her role in Marriage Story. Very good, uh, it was yeah. very fierce and kind of devilish and funny. Uh, she did a really good job. And then let's move on to the lead. We have lead actor Joaquin Phoenix in Joker and lead actress Renee Zellweger in Judy. Um, <clears throat> I haven't seen Judy. I, I I've I heard the movie's not very good, but she killed it. Yeah. So the movie's not great. But she killed it. I don't even remember like seeing this being played anywhere. Like yeah. I'm I'm sure that now that she won an Oscar, maybe they'll throw it in theaters again at the at Fleur or something, but. Um, I don't even remember like seeing this or when it came out or anything. Yeah. Um, Joaquin Phoenix, absolutely deserving. Um, just the way he, just the way he looked, his body yeah. so skinny. Um, he really morphed himself into that mental illness Joker role. Um, outstanding, outstanding, one hundred percent. And then Best Picture, the biggest one of the night. Hugh, is it a huge upset? Did we, it was a, a huge it upset. Was, it, it was, was an a, upset. It was a big upset. It was gaining momentum going into with the all awards. the other award shows. Yeah. yeah, and then once once they won Best Director, I think it, it was a clear cut nod. And okay, so Parasite won, becoming the first foreign film to ever get Best Picture in the mm-hmm. overall category. A huge, a, a very cool and very big moment for diversity and foreign film in general. Uh, so a very cool moment. Um, I need to see it. I absolutely need to see it. I, I plan to do it this week at some point, whether that's in the theaters or renting it. But um, yeah, it's a, it's a cool thing for diversity and something the Oscars definitely needs. Um so let's move into kind of what we thought of let's the go, whole show. Do, oh yeah, 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 do, yeah. Let's do our picks. Up. You might have to. I'll kind of say like what we won and lost. You might you have a, you have a sticky note here. You might want to write yeah. the records down. Okay, give me one sec. All right, we'll go through my picks first, and I'm just gonna say like the award and if we won them or not. All right, uh, best picture was a loss. So what am I doing? I'm I'm writing down our, your wins. 
Like tallying them? Just tally. Yeah, okay. just do like WL. Okay. Because that was a loss. I have no idea how, how you just want to do w this. Just write W and L. Okay. Oh, I see, I see, I see. And then okay. put a tally under. <clears throat> I see. Okay, okay. Okay. This is, yeah, I, this I, kid, I didn't know this, what you were going with here on this, this one. This kid has a college degree. <laughs> All right. I'm good at some so things, not talent. Best apparently. picture was a loss. <clears throat> uh, best director was a loss. Uh, won the f- um, four actors. So. Okay. Okay. Uh, lost both screenplays. Won okay. best animated. Won best song. Lost original score. Won best doc. Lost uh, doc short. Won best short film live action. Won best international feature film. Won best makeup. Won best film editing. Lost best visual effects. Lost. Won best short film. One best production production design. <laughs> Said that real weird. One best cinema, cinematography. Lost best costume design. Uh, one best set or one best sound mixing, and then lost best sound editing. Okay. Okay. So what's that equal? So you have <clears throat> fifteen wins and nine losses. Yeah. So there's twenty four. Yep. Fifteen. That's pretty good. Good work. You got off to a pretty tough start, but you closed extremely well. Turn up. All right. Um, you lost Best Picture and Director. Okay. You won all four acting. Lost um, screenplay and adapted, so both screenplays. Okay. Lost Best Animated Feature. Won Best Original Song. Uh, one best original score, one best documentary, one best documentary short, lost best short film, one best international, one best hair and makeup, lost best film editing, lost best visual effects, one best short film animated, one best production design, one best cinematography, one best costume design. Uh, one best sound editing. Lost best sound mixing. And what's that get you? I, th- I seriously think we tied. Oh, really? <laughs> I swear yeah, to God. We, we tied. What the hell? I <laughs> so thought, it's a climatic. So, what the so, hell? <laughs> so best original score was one of the last ones they gave. And you had Joker. Right. I had... I can't remember if I went. Maybe I think you went one. Oh, I, I did think Star, you went Star Wars. Wars. Yeah, yeah, I did. I remember Star Wars. seeing that, and I thought that put you over the top. But damn it! But I had like weird screenshots and highlights and stuff, so I was like, I'm not, I'm not <laughs> figuring all this out. That's wow. Fair. Fifteen and nine. You hate oh, to we s- both did good. Yeah, I mean. We're, we're best nine? friends, but great minds <laughs> think alike. Obviously, to nine would have God damn would have won you some money if you you bet on all of them. Yeah, touche. Okay, so that was fun. Let's talk about like what we thought of the actual show. Yeah, and um, you know the whole ordeal. So what I guess what are your biggest takeaways from this? I mean, obviously, Parasite. Yeah, like, the fact that we need to of, see it. It's the year of Parasite. Um, yeah, we we fucked up not going to see that. Yeah. 
It's hard when I don't know. It's hard when it's a foreign film, and I don't know. And it just, it's not the it fact didn't that get, it's that. It's well, just, it just didn't get any buzz in the U.S. until real late. I feel right. like. Um, so right. I plan on we'll renting go, it. Yeah, honestly, we'll we'll, 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 we'll watch it. Right. Um, yeah. Maybe by the next podcast, we'll like break it down, talk yeah. about it. Yeah. Uh, just really overall, solid, solid, solid year for movies. Um, this Hell was yeah. one of the better Oscars in a while, as far as like the quality of the movies. movies. Um, I have to say, the speeches. I wasn't a huge fan. There wasn't there yeah. wasn't a speech I that thought, like I gave thought, me chills. Yeah, I thought Brad like Pitt. I thought Brad Pitt's speech at the very beginning was yeah, his really was, good. His was good. He used his platform. He used platform. Used charm. Uh, I will say like uh, what what's the Parasites director's name? Bong Joe Hui. Bong Joe Ho. Hi Ho. Ho. Yeah. Uh, hey, his ho. like his hey Ho. <laughs> His uh, speeches were like so genuine, and like I enjoyed his speech. I right. know it's weird because you have the translator right. too. But the Scorsese like, shout out was sweet. Yeah, and then he gave Tarantino a big shout out. Like right. it, it was, he was. He's clearly a lover of film. Yes, absolutely. Which is cool. And it was cool to see him, you know, give the recognition to all of those. Um, I mean, you you won over Scorsese. You won over Tarantino. I mean, those are two icons in Hollywood. Todd 100%. Phillips has. Had some really good movies. Sam Mendes, I think everybody would have thought was going to win the award. So, right, um, it was really cool to see him just be like so excited and and humbled and um, all of that. Um, I keep dropping my phone because I don't have a case. Um, but yeah, I, I I just think it was the quality of the movies and it was the quality of the performances in each of those movies. Mm-hmm. It feels like this was. I think when we look back, um. I think this is going to be one of like the most underrated. Like maybe Leo should have won an Oscar for this type his performance in Once Upon a Time. Um, I need to see that movie again. I've only seen yeah. it once in theaters, and I feel like I'll once you go in with I'll different expectations. Yeah, yeah, I'll grow to appreciate it probably a little bit more the second yeah. time. Um, but yeah, I th- I don't know. It's hard. Joaquin like just became that role yeah and he does went with with everything no, he no, does no doubt and i i mean more from the sense that i don't think he deserved it over joaquin but like if this was a lot of different years like his his performance in this is way better than it was in the revenant yeah and i could you could say but a lot I of would his vote, performances. i would vote wolf of wall street over all of them yeah this performance was pretty damn good though yeah totally totally so. it, it was very like i'm sure he could fit his shoes into that role yeah. and, you know, pull from that yeah. emotionally. So, yeah, I, I get what you're saying. Um, do you have any, like, any huge snubs, whether they didn't get yeah. nominated or whether whether they were nominated and didn't get, uh, you know, th- they didn't win? Obviously, for me, the biggest standout who didn't get, uh, well, two, I guess, didn't get um, nominated were Robert De Niro. And we talked about this yeah. when we talked about the nominations. And Adam Sandler, I was really pulling for him to at least yeah. get a nom. Um, in I, terms I, of didn't not winning, nothing really I huge. Say, I thought Endgame should have won Best Visual Effects. We both I, picked, we that. picked that. We both lost. How does that not win Best Visual Effects? Yeah, I don't know. You would think they would want to show some love to a popular movie like well, that. Well, they just what they had to do, like just think of the the, the portal scene. Right. I mean, <laughs> totally. that is visually one of the the most stunning things I've ever seen. One of the coolest things I've seen in a movie theater, 100%. Uh, yeah, I was kind of hoping that they would get a little yeah. bit of love. 
uh, unfortunate, but yeah, that's that's. But that's snub. that's as like mad as I can get. Like, there's right, all of them. Everything was very deserved. Right, right. Good, good point. Uh, so now we have to talk about the performances. One in particular. Let's talk about the performers first, not the, the performers, not the musical, the, like the the. Like, did you like any of the, like, the presenters when they did little skits? Oh, like, yeah, sure, sure, sure. Like, Kristen Wiig, and I always forget. That was hilarious. That was that a good was one. That was really good. I really liked that. I actually really enjoyed the Julia Louis-Dreyfus and Will that was, Ferrell one. That was pretty good. Honestly, and the cinematography is the one who brings right. us, like, <laughs> the food and stuff. That was funny. I... I personally thought the cats one was fucking hilarious. It was <laughs> when they're hitting the mic. Oh my god! It I'm was dying. funny. That part got a little Some weird. Some people like thought that was annoying as shit. I was dying though. But not it was funny because they're like, we know how important film editing is, and like that type because they looked like shit on screen. Right. Um. I thought the only thing about that one is it's like. This is this person's biggest moment of his life, and he's got a fat person in a cat suit handing them right, the award. Right, that's like fair. that's a little bit unfortunate for them, but yeah. you know, to I'm trying to re- I'm trying to remember who uh, won. Did it. you like the Chris Rock and uh, uh, it was it was okay. Uh, the the some of the it, caucus joke was kind of funny. Yeah. A little Iowa shout out. Yeah, not really the way we want to be shouted out. We're the laughing. Chris stock Rock of the calling country, out. But. Uh, Be- Bezos was kind of awkward. <laughs> right. Right, that goes. that was awkward. I mean, they didn't give a fuck whatever they said, yeah. but it was all right. I mean, I didn't, I wasn't laughing out loud, but there I mean, was a couple some, moments that were pretty funny. They but. had some good little quick hitters, but uh, I would say the cats one and the um, Kristen Wig and the other girl who I don't know her name as well <laughs> off the top of my head, but they're both hilarious, and that was that was funny. <laughs> right, <laughs> you see that we cried. <laughs> so that was that was funny. And, and let so now do we want to talk about the performances? Yeah. So w- before the big one yeah. that we're b- both going to talk about, were there any others that like really? No. So like we talked about off? best animated film was this was probably a really weak year for best or not? Uh, yeah, Song. for animated no oh, films. Animated. Like okay. I think it was a really weak year for animated movies. I think the same goes for best original song. Right, like, totally. Like, yeah, the Elton John one, it was good, but like, right. that's not even his best song, though. Right. Like, and, and I so would like, vote Rocket Man. Well, yeah. Or but Benny was and the this Gents, one? But this one might have been written for this movie, though. Maybe I don't I know. Feel 100%. like that, Maybe not. I don't know. But like Into the Unknown, that performance was that was cool. Really, really cool. That, that was cool. How but they like, brought even in that, like. That's, that would have been like the fifth best song in the original first right. movie. So like the the and the songs they had to perform, just like last year we got shallow. Like right, like right. The follow up this year was just totally and the it was gr- a letdown. So, so then it hurt the performance. The main girl who did the Frozen song is that the person who's actually Elsa? Yeah, I did yeah. not know that. So she's Adina the Menzel. She's yeah. the wife in Uncut Gems. I oh really? Yeah, I didn't. I guess know. I didn't put that. Together, I didn't know yeah. that. She yeah, she's was Elsa. Elsa or whatever. Very interesting. Um, and then like, but like the radio song of that is Panic at the Disco sings it. Huh. Oh, really? Yeah. That's, that is weird. Huh. Um, what do you think of the opening? Uh, Janelle Monae? Yeah. I thought like parts of it were good, but other parts were like super awkward. Yeah. It was kind of funny when she was given the, like when Leo sang into the mic, like I thought right. that was kind of funny. Who, I can't remember. There was Brie one, Larson. There was some was one that was weird, but like there was one, was it Brad Pitt? There was someone in the front row where she like almost gave him the mic and he's like, eh, eh, no, <laughs> don't give me the mic. Probably Tom Hanks. I can't, that might've been <laughs> it actually. I don't remember, but, but yeah, it was funny. Yeah. It was, 
It was okay. Yeah. It was fine. Yeah. Uh, what do you? I mean, do you do you like the direction of like the no host? Or? I think it makes it go smoother. Right. Right. There's there's parts where because sometimes might be like. Able- Sorry, Sometimes the opening monologue, it's real hit or miss. And if it's miss, it, you just drag. Right, right. There's there's parts where I feel like having a host would make it a little better, but th- like they're doing it fine. It, yeah. it's, they're doing it all right. So I can live with what they're doing. I agree. Then the big the big performance we got to talk about, I don't think anyone saw this coming. No one. Um, I didn't even hear about this. I didn't know. I was so surprised. So they did, they did this kind of like monologue thing where – uh, some songs Which is you really can't, sweet. Right, that part was cool. Some songs you can't take out of the movie. Some movies you can't take out of the song. Uh, talking about, you know, best original songs for movies and kind of giving a, a montage of songs throughout the years that you think of and you think the movie. And then you Which was a really cool montage. Very cool. So let me tell you this. Yeah. So I'm kind of stealing your thunder. No, you're but good. They kept showing, they showed B Rabbit uh, from 8 Mile. And they just kept showing him. And at one point, I just like I know because they didn't do the song with him. I, know. I was like, what? I they were like what? playing like this weird instrumental, and I looked at Eric and I'm like, they're showing Eminem for a real long time here. <laughs> right. Like, what is right. happening? Right. So and there's no music, and I'm like, yeah. What I was I was confused too because so each each like clip they obviously played the the, the video and the song. It. Yeah. But then they showed Eminem and Eight Mile, and they didn't play the song. Yeah. And I was like. Okay, what's going on? And then Eminem rises, and I'm like, oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> I did not see this coming. So I think yeah. it's like 17 or 18 years after he wins uh, Best, Best Original song, song for Lose Yourself on 8 Mile. So something happened. I, I heard on Twitter that like he couldn't make it the year he actually won. Yeah. And then the next year, he, uh, they wanted him per- to perform it, but he wouldn't do an edited version yeah. is what Shocker. I heard. You're right. And so <laughs> 17 or 18, 18 years later, years, whatever think, it was, yeah. uh, he finally makes it on. So the, we have to talk about the reactions. Yeah. Some of the reactions were so fucking weird. Well, the, I think the biggest one was Martin Scorsese yeah, sleeping. fucking sleeping or whatever he was Way doing. Past his love, love the guy. He's my he's my fucking movie idol. But come on now, he's, how are you gonna sleep through a rap concert? He's, he's, past, he's past his bedtime. That's all that. Was. I, I don't know if he like he had his eyes closed, but maybe the camera just got like maybe he wasn't rocking with the music because he also took his glasses like, off. Oh my god! So. Um, that one, Billie Eilish and Billie her brother. Eilish didn't like vibe with it. it I would looked think like that, that she was, would. but that one was like right at the beginning. So I think uh, she was like. Confused, I feel like it was maybe. more of like a what's going on type look. But yeah, yeah, there were a lot of people though. Most uh, people on the were, other hand, were yeah, rocking with it, rocking and singing along. It. So I, I will say the they messed up. They should have had uh, Elton John singing the chorus. That would have been really like, cool. The famous Grammy thing is he sings Stan. Right. And Elton John does it. Uh, and yeah, they do the been, live version. That Elton John was really there. Cool. He performed. They right. took a picture they together a picture. and posted it after. Right. Elton John should have had some type of role. Yeah. It would have been really cool. So overall overall a, a fun show. Um there what like for the speeches for me, nothing that really like popped and like memorable on that front, but I think a lot of people are gonna point to the Joaquin Phoenix one. Here here's my thoughts. I don't know. It yeah, went I, on I, and I have to yeah, give you my g- thoughts. Give me your thoughts. Started out, I was like, okay. And then we start talking about taking calves from cows, yeah, and their milk. And I was like, you're losing me. <laughs> I'm officially lost. <laughs> but then when he brought it back into like cancel culture and how we cancel people when they're young and if they make a mistake, they're done. And like we should be giving second chances. 
I thought that was like a really powerful. That was a really good message. And if he would have just like leaned into that, that side right, instead right, of right. like, because at first I thought it was like environment and yeah, yeah, it started there. Right, right. I, I was like, it took like seven tw- twists and turns. That's what I'm saying. Like I was like, it was like a cringe moment where I'm like, I'm waiting for him to yeah. say something bad. Yeah, and. Like the the lyric of his late brother was very cool yeah. and powerful at the so end. So he got there at the end, but right. boy, did we take some Agreed. some turns Agreed. in the middle I, there. I think, and it's just you can't look at him in like the way he talked and how nervous and awkward he was, and not think like, is he still in the Joker character? <laughs> right, right, right. Uh, yeah, I think the biggest takeaway that we're gonna remember this year is just Parasite. I mean, the fact that it's yeah. the first foreign film to win. Very cool thing, and I can't wait for uh, the 2020 slate of kind of Oscar type movies. Looking forward to seeing what will emerge there. So, uh, okay, so a little bit of a transition from the Oscars to more of a mainstream type stuff, but still kind of uh, paralleling the two. Mark Ruffalo is being eyed to star in the Parasite TV series on HBO. So uh, it was announced – Maybe a few weeks ago, maybe even longer than that, uh, that Bong Joon-ho struck a deal with HBO to bring an American version of the movie to TV. Um, yeah, so kind of interesting. Kind, of, I mean, I'm excited for it. I, obviously, I want to see the, the movie first to see the original. But what do you think about this? What, what's your take? Is it is it kind of exploiting something or yeah, I don't what, do you, it, what do you think? I don't think exploiting is the right word. Um, it's definitely trying to take advantage. Okay. Um, I just don't know. I don't even know From what, what it's about. Honestly. Yeah. I read, I, I put the synopsis here and it's still like, it doesn't really say much. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know how it translates, especially with like, <sighs> I don't know. I, I have a hard time like trying to conceptually understand like what the angle they're going to go for it is. Well, and then like your, also him head. trying to do like English film. He clearly doesn't speak English. Like well, there's going to be some barriers. I don't and, think I don't think it's going to be Korean at all. Like it's going to be American. No, no, no. I, yeah, yeah, that part I get. Right. But is he writing like I honestly English think he, he's probably just going to be the like the producer. Okay. I I would assume. Okay. I don't know. But um like just it, without reading the synop- the synopsis, what what to you is Parasite? Like it, seeing kind of the clips in the trailers, like I have no idea. Yeah, I, I honestly don't. <laughs> I really <laughs> like don't I think either. they like live underground, and I don't know what Parasite is. It like about like it's supposed viruses to be like and a, shit, or like yeah, I, don't I don't know. know. And even I the genre, it's like know. a suspense horror. But I, think, but I think there's comedy in it too. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I so confused. I don't know. I, we have we to, got to watch it. We just it. have to watch it. Fuck. But yeah, so it'll be interesting to see. I mean, I, as everyone, if you're a fan of this podcast, you know that I am a huge HBO guy. So I can almost guarantee that this will be good. Yeah. It'll no be doubt. on HBO, but I just, it'll be interesting to see where they take it. I agree. But I, it, it <laughs> might shed some light if we see the movie. <laughs> <laughs> might want to do that first. Instead of me just saying, I don't know. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> so uh, I guess what do you think What do you think about Mark Ruffalo being the person? Uh, it's hard to say without seeing the movie. I know, <laughs> yeah. but. <laughs> but I could see that could be a good role for him, kind of like a suspense, a little bit of humor here and there. Like that seems like a Mark Ruffalo type character. Sure. I like Mark Ruffalo, yeah. and it will be cool to see him outside of the Hulk. So, um, 
Okay, so should I even read the synopsis or should we just no. keep going? <laughs> okay. No. Okay, go watch Parasite and we, and, we, and we will too. All right, so we're keeping it going. Sony has scheduled another Spider-Man spinoff movie for October 8th, 2021. This just came out today. Um, so here are the release dates for what Sony has on the slate. So we have Morbius, which is coming out July 31st of this year. We also have Venom 2, which is uh, rumored to come out October of this year. They haven't had a, an official date, but it is this year. Then we have the MCU Spider-Man 3, July 16th, 2021. And then we have the sequel to Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, the animated film, uh, which was amazing, by the way, April 8th, 2022. Uh, so those are the slates... Uh, that's all, along with this other Spider-Man movie that is rumored uh, for 2021. The rumor that was also circulating today um, points toward a Spider-Woman movie, which is interesting because my next question was going to be about the Sinister Six and if they keep going with these villains and making a Sinister Six movie, mm -hmm. which the Spider-Woman movie kind of negates that. But let's... let's uh, Let's just, if we didn't hear about the Spider-Woman rumor, who would you like to see have a movie, a character? Yeah, I think the coolest thing they could do is do like a full deep dive into Norman Osborn. That would like be cool. how he morphs into the Green Goblin. But like more importantly, set like who Norman Osborn, like the person is and like kind of the invention of him and all of that. Because you could do a really big deep dive on that and then Absolutely. introduce him into whether it's just the extended Spider-Man universe right, or right. if it's even Marvel, like tie him into that. And we at least have some backstory on him where like, <laughs> it doesn't feel like it's just a rush character that we get for one random Spider-Man movie. 100%. I think Norman Osborn is one. You can't just have him be one right. in one movie. Right. He's a big, He's too big of a big villain. Right. Um, I would, it would be cool. So what it like, let's just say they do that. Um, and I don't know where Sony lands on this. If they're, you know, on the DCN where they can go darker, would you like to see like an R rate? Like I'm thinking, like the Joker with Venom. Uh, it was Venom? Uh, it was not rated R. Okay. It was a hard PG-13. There were rumors of it being rated yeah, R. Yeah, that's right. Um, so I could see like a Joker version of Green Goblin. Not really the tone of that, but more of the deep dive and the grit of that but translated into Green Goblin. I think that'd be really cool. Yeah. But um, if they're going more so for the Sinister Six, we have Venom, obviously. We're going to have Morbius this year. Um, we have Vulture, which in the trailer indicated that he's going to kind of be the bridge between MCU and mm -hmm. the Sony universe. Which um, we'll know from uh, Morbius. Morbius. We'll, we'll see him in Morbius. So we can assume that he'll be in the Sinister Six. We still saw Scorpion at the end of the first Homecoming. MCU Spider uh, yeah. Homecoming, the Spider-Man movie, yet to confirm if he's coming back or you know whatnot. So that leaves us five and six. So I kind of listed some rumors that are floating around. We have obviously Doc Ock; he's one of the big Spider-Man yep. villains. We have Green Goblin; we just talked about another big one that I think a lot of comic book fans have been craving is. Uh, Craven the Hunter, mm -hmm. no pun intended, <laughs> and uh, Rhino. He was uh, so I I got the Spider Man video game, 
absolutely loved it. It's one of the best. I don't really play like story video games, but that's one of the ones I did. Absolutely loved it. Rhino was in that uh, game. And then we also have Shocker. Um, so, and they could kind of morph that from the uh, the black dude who gets that, that tech in oh, Homecoming. Yeah, 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 yeah. So they could, they could loop that in yeah, some way. That could be interesting. Right. So those are some options. I guess what what do you think here? Do you think we're gonna get the Spider Woman? Do they go more hero route? Do they do they keep it going with this kind of villain slash anti hero? What do you think and what do you want? I think they have to go anti hero because I think they're I think there's no doubt in my mind they're doing Sinister, Sinister Six. Six. Agreed. So it's just a matter of who. And that's why I think it's that's why I like Norman Osborn as Green Goblin as your like standalone film because he does need like. More. We need we need backstory. Like right. he's too big of a presence in the Spider-Man universe to not give him like the proper time and introduction. Yeah. Um, and then he can kind of with like the money and stuff that he has, mm-hmm. really like you could see him bringing in this group of people. Right. I I I would love to see Green Goblin again, a new version of him. Um, I would even love to see Doc Ock. I think those are the most popular characters. But on the other hand, I do do they do something that's been done before, or are they gonna sh- bring something new? That's why I'm going to predict Craven the Hunter. Uh, I think there have been rumors circulating that he's going to appear. I think uh, comic book fans want it. I think it'd be really really cool. And I've also heard that he's going to be another bridge to the MCU somehow. So. It'll be interesting to see. I, I would love to see Green Goblin or Doc Ock, but I just think they're going to go in something different. Um, but we'll see. Off the top of your head, I'm putting you on the spot here a little bit, but if you were to pick uh, Norman Osborn, who who would you cast as Norman Osborn? Oh, it's tough, I know. Because it was what, William Defoe, I yep, think, played yep. him. Oh. It would have to be kind of a... An older character who exudes kind of power and maybe wealth, yeah. but at the same time is weird where he could get in the mental, you know, state of maybe the Joker where he goes a little crazy. I mean, Walking Phoenix. Anybody? No, I don't. Because I, I mean, I, I would say Walking Phoenix, but that's just kind of a cop out because he just did the Joker. But I'm trying to look around here. What about like Vince Vaughn? Okay, that would be interesting. He he's proved that he can flex his. Um, dramatic muscles with true detective and he's also kind of funny and yeah that'd be that'd be interesting he's big too he's like and he's six, six and he's big eh, okay i it, i'm putting you on the spot here sandler? i have to really think about what that about sandler, sandler? Ooh, <laughs> that would be interesting yeah. as well that would be that'd be cool um i don't know i think i i think the best one to me would be christian bale but he's gonna be in uh MC, he's gonna be uh in thor yeah yeah what if they pull? What if they do Tobey Maguire? Yeah, Tobey Maguire don't inspire a lot of power to me. Fair, fair. I'd have to or really Gosling. think about this. Gosling, yeah, that'd be cool. I feel like he might be. He a, got he the, might be got, a little too young looking for. But he's got the pretty boy image. What about Brad Pitt? Pitt would be another good Pitt one. Would be cool. Pitt I don't know. I would like Pitt doesn't seem like but a superhero has, type. Well, I don't know if Pitt has the like crazy dark side. Yeah. Maybe he could flex that a little bit. Yeah, I don't know. I'm putting you on the spot here. We'd have to like really think yeah. about it, and it'd be it'd be it'd be fun to kind of make a list. Maybe we'll do that for the next time. But yeah, so um, yeah, that's uh, 
That's the Sony version. Now let's move into the MCU a little bit. You know who else would be a good one is actually Josh Brolin. I know he plays Thanos, but yeah, definitely. We technically haven't seen him. <laughs> We've heard him, right? Right. Wouldn't that be but kind then, of funny? If but then like, do they? You kind of sound like someone I know. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> but then do they loop in um, Cable with Deadpool? That's another thing that we yeah, don't know about. That's true. So who knows? Okay, so Sam Raimi is in talks to direct Doctor Strange 2. Um, he was the director for the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man movies. Mm-hmm. Apparently, the former director, who I don't know the name of of the top of my head, parted ways over creative differences with Marvel. So my first question is, is this um, the sign of a bad Marvel movie? We don't really, we haven't seen a real bad Marvel movie maybe since like early Thor's. I mean, all of them have uh, been really good. Iron Man three, which is probably the last one. That one was not okay. Good. Did that come? Did that come after Thor two? Uh, it would have been right around. Yeah, I don't I think, know. Either, either way, after, in yeah. that in Thor that two, realm, Iron they were Man still 3. finding their tra- tra- their chud. Tra- tra- I can't even trajectory. Say it. Trajectory. That's the word. Yeah, um, I don't think it necessarily means it's going to be a bad movie. I just think they have like a very specific vision on this movie of what like how they want it to look and feel, yeah. and they probably just weren't on the same page about that. Uh, Can I tell you what I think ha- it happened? Yeah, and this is just from following people on Twitter and kind of being following people around film basically on Twitter, and this is what I've kind of heard and seen uh, comments on. So I there is a strong connection to, uh, from. WandaVision in in the Disney Plus yeah. series that is going to tie directly into Doctor Strange 2. Now, I've heard rumors that we're going to get like some different characters because they're going to go to different uh, un- like dimensions or universes right. or whatever in WandaVision. I've heard we're going to get American Chavez with which is a, a Mexican female hero and I I I I've heard that maybe the first director wanted his movie to be Dr. Strange and maybe like, I, I feel like maybe they're trying to squeeze too many characters into the, that movie yeah. and maybe he didn't want to do that. That, that'd be my one guess. But, um, the, the, the Raimi pick I am really excited about. I think yeah. he will do a great job and hopefully if it is a case where they're trying to squeeze a lot of characters in, hopefully he treads lightly. But I, I think if anybody could do it, he is. He is. Uh, I mean, he obviously well, him. has and done superhero movies yeah. in the past, and I, I genuinely really love those uh, Tobey Maguire movies, except the third yeah. version. That one little scene where he's dancing in the in, with the black mascara and weird shit. But uh, yeah, I think he could get it done. No, I think so. And don't forget, he still has the hat. Kevin Feige is still there. Exactly. He's, so he's he's over his shoulder. He's really he's the not going to steer the boat in the wrong way. Feige is playing puppeteer so all right uh disney plus dates were also announced we have falcon and winter soldier coming august 2020 six episodes the mandalorian season two october 2020 eight episodes and wandavision december 2026 episodes so 2020 is going to be quite the year for disney plus which of these series are you most excited for well did you see the super bowl super spot? bowl spot uh was Awesome. Yeah. Very cool. We'll get into the Super Bowl a little bit later and like what our favorite commercials was were. But yes, that spot was awesome. Yeah. It was it was short and it was very like choppy and like quick. 
but yeah, um, just based on that, honestly, um, seeing the, those little clips, I would say WandaVision for me. I it's you very think so? it looks very unique. Like it looks like a sitcom. That's the one I'm most skeptical, like really? slash intrigued about. Okay, just because I, I still don't know if it's gonna make sense to me, but. I think they're gonna like they're gonna make it so it makes sense. It yeah. is just like I, the look of it looks very cool. Like yeah. it looks like it's full house, but obviously it's an MCU yeah. property. I don't know. It's just gonna be very unique, and obviously we talked about that it's gonna tie into Doctor yeah. Strange, so it has a lot going for it. The only thing I'm a little skeptical about the MCU or uh, yeah the Marvel Disney Plus series is the fact that there are six episodes. Yeah, I don't know. But I, I'd like to see a little long. bit more. Yeah, hopefully they're hour I mean, long. We thought that of Mandalorian. I think, the, I think though. that's what they. I think that's been confirmed. Okay. Okay. Cool. I, don't quote me, but I think I heard that. Okay. That cool. I, I hope. I hope that's right because think Man- of that, I mean, it's six hours. Right. Right. I, mean, I, I, I just Mandalorian. We all thought were. I at least I thought it was going to be an yeah. hour, and some of them were like under half an hour. I'm like, yeah. what the hell? But I get it. It's a streaming age, and things are changing in that well, regard. I think they probably put more money into the Marvel shows than You think? I think so. Okay. I'm pretty sure I heard that these had like 100 million dollar budgets. Wow. Um And they're going to be movie budgets because because it, they're going to tie directly into the, the yeah, the MCU like uh, on screen like And this is gonna be going a, to This is going to be a big shift for the MCU. This is the first time they're right. moving well, to the and TV for Disney Plus as a whole because well, if these yeah. don't go well I mean, people our age are going to be like, okay, well, I don't need to rewatch Lizzie McGuire. <laughs> right, like, right. So I, f- I find myself watching shit just to get my money's worth yeah. <laughs> right now at this point. So, so for me, of the, like the three Disney Plus like Marvel shows that like are we, in the works, yeah, that are in the works that are going to be coming soon. The most intriguing is WandaVision. I think the one that'll have the most like tie-ins that you'll have to watch the closest is going to be. Uh, uh, Low key? No. Uh, Winter Soldier Winter Falcon. Soldier Falcon. And then I think the best one will be Low key. Okay. Just because I think Low key they'll be able to take in different directions. And then Tom Hiddleston's just, he's so damn good as that character that right. I think they're going to be like see, do some cool things. See, I, I'm really excited for Loki too, but I will uh, respectfully disagree with you that I think Loki is going to be maybe the key to it all. Like, because obviously at this point, he uh, went off and did his thing, and he has the Tesseract. Is that right? Yeah. B- back from end, uh, mm-hmm. Endgame. And so, I don't know. I think he's going to be jumping universes and shit. I think we're going to see a lot more. Yeah. but Which could get messy, but also I think they're going to do it right. And, it, like, he's a cool character. Right. So, I think, I think he's going to have a lot of ties. I mean, they're yeah, all going to have but ties. But I think, like, with, with – like, uh, God, why do I keep forgetting it? Winter Soldier – not Winter Soldier. What is it? Uh, Falcon, Falcon and Winter, Winter Soldier. Soldier. Yeah. Like, this is the birth of Captain America. Captain America is, like, the biggest, like, known commodity we have. Are you have. saying, like, the rebirth? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, he's the biggest known commodity we have in the Marvel Universe right now outside of Spider-Man. Right. Uh, with Iron Man being gone. So, they're going to have to, like, make sure that that has a lot of ties that they set up. Him being, the the true Captain America, like, moving forward. Mm-hmm. Um, and... You know, having Winter Soldier in there too. Like, I, I just feel like they're going to like try to really make that one, especially because that's the one that comes out first, right? Right. Like, actually have direct ties into the MCU. Right. And I, I don't know. The date was a little, I don't know. I don't want to say shocking, but it was a little bit of a surprise. I thought we were getting it more so in the spring, but they yeah. pushed it to 20. I don't know. It's just my, so my next question was, 
do you think they did a disservice to themselves maybe not putting out a Marvel show right away or not not I don't know. I feel like this is a long period between the end yeah. of Mandalorian and a Marvel show. Granted, I know they're coming they're pumping out like all these fucking Disney Plus movies and these yeah. weird shows and documentaries. But not the big but hitters. But I'm yeah, I'm not gonna like yeah go out of my way to see those so these are the big hitters i just i figured that this one would be coming in like i don't know march or april yeah and i'm sure they could do it over again they would right. um have them come out in march or april um but do you at think the same gonna, time like the budgets are them. so big for these true, that true. like you got to make sure you get them right right and that's more important than that, just busting them out quicker. right that's fair that's fair um, yeah, it'll be fun. It'll be fun to see. I'm excited. Uh, they're going to do it right, and it's going to be great. Um, let's move a little bit more. Uh, so Birds of Prey, this can be kind of quick. I just thought this was this was interesting. Uh, so Birds of Prey raked in. I, I want to talk about the box office a little bit and kind of we just saw this movie, and we can kind of talk about that too a little bit. But uh, it raked in $33 million in its open, opening weekend, which insiders are calling a huge disappointment. Um, I think it was the lowest DC movie so far. It really? Made less than Shazam. Really? So, yeah. I, okay. So, okay. Which is interesting because it's on the critic side, it's one of the, it's in the 90s on yeah. Rotten Tomatoes. Outside of probably what? The Joker? It's probably the. Right. Which doesn't, doesn't even count. And we don't even know if this one is connected to a universe. Yeah. It could be, but. They didn't outwardly make that we a point. We probably assume that it is. So, what do you think this is attributed to? Do you do you think it's because it's rated R? Do you think like it's it's obviously geared towards a female audience? Do you think like young girls are wanting to go see this, but then their parents realize it's rated R and they yeah. don't take them? Do you think? I don't know. Just do you think that DC DC is doing a bad job of marketing? And well, no, it's not marketing because they marketed the shit out of this movie. It right. felt like. Um, I just don't know how interesting, like, Harley Quinn is as a true standalone character. And we didn't really, like, none of the other characters in this movie were really big enough to, like, pull any weight, like, with yeah. not true, like, comic book I'll fans. I'll, I, I'll agree with you on the other characters. I think Harley Quinn is a big character and but is it, she's funny. But is it Harley Quinn or is it Margot Robbie? Okay. Yeah. I mean, did you know who Harley Quinn was two years ago? I mean, or maybe let's say five years ago. I personally didn't because I'm not a comic book, you know. Exactly. Geek. That's my point, though. But like, yeah, okay. But comic book nerds and like people surround, like she was in the animated Batman's and shit. So like, if I were like a a nut of those, I feel like I'd be all in on Harley Quinn, and that's a that's a niche audience I know. But I don't know. I just I I like the allure of um harley quinn she's kind of funny tongue-in-cheek sarcastic kind of a it, asshole a little yeah. bit um i don't know i really Here's, i really enjoyed this movie it was yeah, fun no, I, I did too it and was i'm fun. sad to see that it's doing so bad at the box yeah. office because do you think another piece of it is with how bad suicide squad was and like it still looks and feels a lot like suicide yeah. squad that people were like yeah, I've done this once. I don't right. Need to do this it is again. this is honestly Birds of Prey is honestly the movie that Suicide Squad wanted to be. Right. The whole the whole way but, it mean, should have been rated like, R. Just from like the looks and feel of it. Totally. It's the same like it's shot the same way Suicide Squad. Yeah. Is. It, it's, it's very like feel it looks it like a comic same. book. Yeah. Yeah. I get what you're saying. Yes, maybe. Um, also, I think it could be attributed to a little bit the messiness of 
the DC universe. Yeah, I mean, no at, at this point, at this point, we have Suicide Squad, where it's announced that they're revamping Suicide Squad right. with new characters. Yeah, with new characters, but that, but then Harley Quinn is coming back. Margot Robbie's coming back. Um, so it, I don't know. That's messy. We don't. There's that that spoiler alert. There's that little call in to Batman at the very, very, very end of this movie. It's so, not really a spoiler alert. Yeah, you get nothing. Yeah, it, it's kind of a blue ball type, you know, shit. But um, is it t- is the Batman movie going to be tied to this uh, DC right. universe? That has not been confirmed. So it it could be the messiness of this. I think the reason not it it it'd be one of the reasons I guess why people love Marvel. Not the only reason, obviously, but the fact that it's a fucking um, totally it's a linear universe yeah. that like everything ties together. And this one, I don't know, like it feels messy. Like Bat- Ben Affleck isn't coming back as Batman. They're re up in Batman. They're re up in Suicide Squad. But they're keeping Margot Robbie. It's just. Very messy, yeah. so I think that might have. Something and I to think do with the people too. that are like, "Oh, female-led movies don't make money," which that's fucked up because this movie is really fucking fun. No, no, like, no, it's good. right? No, but I'm talking about I, from a box office standpoint. Right, right. Just wait till Black Widow comes out. Yeah, true. That movie is gonna make like hundred million to, dollars. To like at least. that, that's like at the haters. Right, right. Like, if you think it's because a female can't carry a superhero type movie, just wait until Black Widow right. comes out because it's gonna. It's gonna fucking kill it at right. the box office. I would honestly say it has like if I could point it to one thing, it's probably the messiness of DC. Yeah, no doubt. But I think and that's part of I think like, also that's part of my theory with the Suicide Squad. Is, right, like, right. That's it's on DC again. Right. We love comic book movies. There's nothing more I would love t- for like DC to put up like like to have a really like awesome competition between dc and marvel totally because if dc was worth the shit dc would be winning they have the best characters right, right. they have the best villains yeah but they can't and so yeah fuck them yep. <laughs> fuck them <laughs> don't sleep on the batman movie i'm all in on this batman movie we can talk about that at a different point but uh yeah let's move on to some music because i know we gotta we gotta get it going um the grammys happened uh, it's kind of old news at this point but uh we haven't done a podcast on it so i yeah. want to kind of briefly brush through it um well should we start you know up down to up it doesn't really matter yeah, okay matter. we're gonna start with rap just because this is more of a rap focused podcast brain if you want to talk some country shit go ahead uh, i don't even know who <laughs> oh, no, the country went to some old white lady i've never heard of okay there you go old white lady that's got my update dub. uh okay so she actually performed did you watch it oh yeah, yeah, yeah. She performed. i know you're talking i yeah. know you're talking about yeah i don't know the name Most of the lady one. but yeah she won. exactly Okay, so best rap performance went uh, posthumously to Nipsey Hussle. Very cool. Uh, for Racks in the Middle featuring Roddy Rich and Hit Boy. Best rap song went to A Lot by 21 Savage and J. Cole. Best rap album went to Igor by Tyler the Creator. And then we have a total sweep. I'm, I don't have the exact number, but it's the first time it's happened in a long fucking time. I don't remember the exact uh, how, how long it's been, but Billie Eilish got Best New Artist. Uh, she got best new song for Bad Guy. She got album of the year for When We Fall Asleep, Where Do We Go? And she got record of the year for Bad Guy. So Billie Eilish had quite the night. I think, I so. predicted I think Richie won 10 Grammys. Probably. I mean, because they had a bunch that were yeah. not on right. the show. Uh, so, yeah, she probably won something like that. Crazy, crazy, crazy. I personally thought when I predicted beforehand, I thought it was going to be Lizzo who stole the show. 
Um, but they gave it to Billy Eilish. And you know what? Honestly, I, I, I really I know. I said Billy Eilish. Did you predict Billy Eilish? So. I, I remember us talking the three way best new artist yeah. uh, with Lil Nas X, Lizzo, and Billy Eilish. Um, honestly, that's a three headed monster. They're going to kill it moving forward. Um, but I knew Billy Eilish. Uh, I think I knew maybe like two songs. Bad Guy, obviously, because it's all over the radio. And then um, there's a song in Euphoria that they play that I that's pretty cool. I like it. Um, but she flexed her vocals in that performance. Like she yeah. she pro- she proved herself why she's going to be on the James Bond song. Yeah. She f- can fucking sing. Spoiler alert: That's going to win best original song next year or best song. <laughs> Spoiler so, Oscars alert. next year. More than more than likely. Uh, but yeah, I I I always kind of thought of her of kind of this like kind of alternative kind of weird like house vibe well even like a bad guy you don't really hear her vocals that's what i'm saying yeah, yeah. so I, I like when i saw that performance i'm like damn okay she can actually sing so uh i mean yeah I, and i haven't listened to that album in full uh but they were talking about how it speaks on mental health and you know stuff like that so you know, I'm I'm sure it's a, a good album. I I wonder if she flexes those pipes on the. Album. I would assume. I would assume. So I'll have to. She did a great that. job at the Oscars doing uh, the In Memoriam song too. Right. That was good too. That was very good. Um, so yeah, she's killing it right now. So very cool. Um, what are you, what were your big takeaways? Did you watch the Grammys? I did. Okay. What are your big takeaways from I guess the show or the selections, if you will? Yeah, the winners I don't really care about being point blank. Yeah. Um, from the show. Um, and we're going to talk about this later, but this happened on the day that uh, we learned about the Kobe news. Right, right. And Emotional the, day. Yeah, Alicia Keys, uh, her opening was so beautiful, so touching. Right. I was crying. Yep. Um, she was just, she was perfect. I cried multiple times that day, and yeah, I cried multiple times time. during during the, the Grammys. Yeah, it, it was two, so. Two in particular for me. I don't know what it was. I, don't, I mean, I know for one what it was, but. Uh, Camila Cabello, when she sang to her dad, yeah, that was, was absolutely fucking beautiful. It was beautiful. Um, I immediately sent it to my sister, and I was like, "Damn, like you're gonna feel this." And she sent it back. She's like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> like I, I, that was amazing. And then um, Demi Lovato's performance. Like I, that, I think that song dropped that night of the Grammys. And I don't know. I feel that song on a different level. Like yep. it's fucking. It, it's a little personal, but like, goddamn, that gave me chills. That made me fucking tear up. So that was amazing, and then the 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 show as a whole, you know, it's kind of a tribute to Kobe, right? Rightfully so, and we'll talk a little bit more about that. But um, other than that, like just the emotional part of it, I thought Tyler the Creator's performance was very cool. I mean, it wasn't anything you like so? I did. A lot of people like didn't like it, but I Maybe thought I just he, he, he brought the energy. Uh, here, it just felt like a weird like song choice because like all he did was just that's like, my scream. favorite song on that album. I'm not he gonna just lie like to screams, you. yeah. Yeah. There's like no words. I loved like how the camera shook. I, I, no, that part was, was cool. cool. That was part cool. was cool. But it was just like, did that showcase Tyler Creator's <laughs> talent? Like maybe not. But I think the way he like danced and like I I thought it was cool. A lot of people. Well, my dad was a was a hater. He was like, that Tyler Creator performance was trash. <laughs> I said, come on. I I, I you I don't get it. art, Dad. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I thought it, I thought it was good, um, but I but if I'm picking the best one, it's Demi Lovato or Camila Cabello. Absolutely yeah. wonderful. The Camila Cabello one with like just like the home videos and stuff playing in the background, right? 
God damn, I was Dad crying. crying. Man, yeah, I, I was crying. But yeah, no, Alicia Keys. Uh, she killed. Handled the moment so well, uh, and it was just incredibly moving. One hundred percent. All right, let's move on to some Lil Wayne talk. Did you listen to Funeral? I listened to like the first six songs. I won't okay. lie to you. No, that's um, fine. It, it, it's a big fucking album, much like the Eminem yeah, one. Uh, it is. Very bloated. But there are some dope songs in there, and it, it comes mostly in the front half of it, I'll be honest. Um, one of my favorites, I think the best beat is Mamma Mia. Um, that and Mahogany, the Mahogany song, that beat is Man, I haven't heard Lil Wayne rap on these dope ass beats in a long time. It feels like he's kind of re like invigorated a little bit. Like he, well, shit, he took like how many years off? Right. Well, he had the Car Five, but um, that was a couple years ago, I think. And then I don't know. This one, it felt bloated, but there were the the highs were high and the lows were kind of eh. But I think, much like Eminem, he proved that he can still rap his ass off. The you know the overall product might not be the greatest, but he still can fucking rap and he's one of the greatest. Um, but Mama Mia, I think, is probably my favorite song. I love when he goes pew pew man, that got pew pew man, that got <laughs> love that. It's fucking awesome. Um, some of the features were super weird. I did not see them coming. I really like the um, I like that do it with uh, Big Sean. Actually, thought yeah, Big Sean gave it that was interesting. Verse. That felt more like a. Like a reach at radio, like like uh, yeah. big city type radio. Like obviously we're not going to hear it in Des Moines, but uh, yeah. There, so I think he did a good job. Do you have a, a specific favorite or I can't say that you I can't do. say. I'm telling you, Mama Mia is going to be the standout of that album. So um, let's talk. Let's talk. Uh, Funeral versus Carter Five. What do you think there? Because they're both kind of like long albums. Yeah. Brain has Problem to is, revert to the 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 playlist. The playlist. I have to like go back and actually remember what's in Carter Five. Yeah, um, I think Carter Five uproar for me. Oh um, yeah, no, I would take. I haven't even listened to all the funeral, and I would take uh, funeral over Carter Five. Really? Okay. Yeah, Carter Five did not do much for me, and it, I mean, how long's funeral? Uh, like. 21 songs yeah, something this is crazy 23. no 24 because yeah, of yeah. the kobe shout out okay this one's 23 uh like mona lisa's great on there obviously uh don't cry is pretty good can i see the track list yeah what's like uproar um can't be broken is good dedicate that's my favorite dedicate i like dedicate yeah. I wasn't a big fan of carter five i remember i forget what flight i was on a flight when i listened to that and i was just like where was I? Boy, was, was I not feeling this at this moment. <laughs> I remember I was, uh, I can't remember what city, but I was at a bar with one of my buddies, and the night it dropped, they literally just played the whole album in its, in its entirety at the bar. That's a lot. <laughs> it was. But like I was like listening in the back. Can we listen go. to something else? <laughs> Play Lollipop. <laughs> <laughs> I remember another album dropped that night too i, I don't remember what Play but. no ceilings <laughs> and uh speaking of that i think lil wayne just uh put on his instagram that uh d7 might be coming the dedicate right. the dedication series uh, dedications are actually probably his best project right right besides, right. besides the no ceilings yeah no and, ceilings is, and the older top. carters for yeah. sure um do we want to talk about the parallels between lil wayne and eminem or should we just keep it going 
It's up to you. I'm here for it. Okay. So I, I don't know. I think this is like a larger conversation. Maybe like it could be a fun like little blog piece that I do, but I don't know. I feel like there are so many similarities in Lil Wayne and Eminem's career path um, that I just I want to kind of like talk about it, and maybe explore it a little bit. Like I feel like obviously both of them are considered you know two of the greatest to ever do it. Mm-hmm. I think it's fair to say that they're past their prime. They're putting out long bloated albums kind of a play towards the streaming age maybe not maybe not as a whole making the best music but still proving they can wrap their ass off i feel like i don't know here's my only like gripe with lil wayne where and this again is getting a lot deeper into the conversation than maybe we need to but like i i remember saying when mac miller died how um i felt like i grew with him like he started as the frat rapper making fun songs and then morphing into more of the introspection and the musical and shit like that. Yeah. And that's as as a fan of hip hop, I grew the same way he did. You know right. what I mean? And I look back at Lil Wayne and I like he can rap his ass off. Back in high school, Young Money was like the thing. Mm-hmm. And I just remember like loving that type of music. But looking back now, like what does Lil Wayne really rap about? I mean, yeah, he nothing. has he has fucking bars. Don't right. get me wrong, but it pick out one meaningful fucking song. It's hard, like off the top of your head. I'm sure you can dig in deep, but like it's hard. Like he yeah, doesn't really make probably the Carter Four. There's some um, mirror. Yeah, nightmares of the bottom mirror's mirror. good. Yeah, but like but yeah, typically you know what th- I'm those are the exceptions, not the right. Yeah. Now and, and here here's the thing that. I get I'm an Eminem stand like I get it I love Lil Wayne too but Eminem is my guy this it's the like how they're received is so different where like Eminem is multifaceted with like uh, he can have meaningful songs he can have Whereas meaningful Lil songs Wayne he can rap ain't. about like bullshit he can just spit like he he can pretty much do anything right you want. he can even sing right where. Wayne, it's pretty much always just going to be kind of a turn up. It's just bars, right. basically. And so in that people regard, like just talk of like people really received this album well. And then with Eminem, album, yeah, they're like exactly. He didn't say anything, and it's like okay, like what? What's your standard see, then? See, because that's my you can't say one guy wow great bars, and then the and then like they do that thing where they clip two two lyrics from right. you know. A thousand word song, and they're like, "Oh, look at these trash lyrics." And right. You could do that for a lot of Lil Wayne songs, okay? Right. There's a lot of lyrics in there that, yeah, we like, but boy, you take them apart and stand them alone, and they make negative sense. That's that's what kind of why I wanted to bring this conversation up is because they let's just like I'm not gonna say they're the same albums, but like when you really think about it, they both are long as shit. Both are very bloated. They could have cut a lot of songs. Both of them are, I don't know, I would put them on the same plane at, of, like, like, what's the word I want it? Like, they're, they're basically the same quality. That's the word. Okay. Um, I would say. I, I would put them on the same plane of quality. Um, maybe you like some of Eminem's songs better than uh, Lil Wayne's songs on Music To Be Murdered By versus funeral but so if they're on the same plane in that regard i think people received lil wayne's better oh yeah than no m&m's 
And, and I honestly, don't know- I think I did too, which is weird. I, I don't know. Going back, I think music to be murdered by will grow on me. Absolutely. And I think it already has a little bit. But I don't know. I just I want more from these artists, but I feel like they're kind of fading a little bit. Well, yeah, but at are, the same no point, I want people who do like put Lil Wayne's funeral in higher regard to really look at M&M's and really take a different look. That's just why I kind of yeah. want to bring up the conversation. I agree. Do you think it's because M&M's dropping more and more? Like could be. Could be. I feel like Eminem dropping the last, I mean, he's dropped, what, three albums in the last right, three revi- years? Right, which normally he takes years off, so right. that, that definitely could be it. So is it just he's in our conscience more, so we pick it apart more than right. we would, where with Wayne, it's like, oh, man, we haven't had a Wayne album in a little while. Right. I also think it has something to do, and we talked about, uh, we talked about this a little like bit more when we broke the down. The style that's more popular right now leans towards Lil Wayne yeah, than it does. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. I was also going to say, when we... When we talked about when we broke down music to be murdered by, um, we talked about Lil or excuse me Eminem's career trajectory and how he kind of pinned himself into a hole. Like he started with the Slim Shady LP, and people got a taste of the craziness, and then they he really amped it up on the Marshall Mathers LP, which I think is widely regarded as his best album, and then. Now, then he comes out with, with recovery down the line, and then at the same time, now he's trying to go back to Slim Shady a little bit. But people have maybe they've kind of like they, they've they've had the crazy. They don't need the crazy. It's just I don't know. Eminem's in a hard spot where he's gonna be loved and Can't hated no matter what. Way. Exactly. Yeah. So I think in that regard, he started with his you know crazy ass self, and he hasn't really gotten to that mature level like he has. But he still goes back to it at points. You know what I'm saying? Like he does. He hasn't had that four 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 yet. I don't know. You could argue. You recovery. could argue recovery. Um, we can get it. This could be a long ass conversation, but I don't know. I think it's an interesting, interesting conversation. Maybe I'll write a blog piece on this. Uh, but I really think their career paths are, you know, very similar. Yeah, which yeah. is interesting. I think so. Yeah, I think this is a keen. What's the word I'm looking for? Keen. 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 Observation. Observation. (laughs) (laughs) We're really showing our intelligence on this podcast. Long pauses. (laughs) (laughs) All right. um, I know know we have kind of the the press coverage, and that's where you really dive deep into the sports. But the Super Bowl happened. We have to talk about the Super Bowl. Um, That's kind of the big thing that happened. And then, obviously, the tragic passing of Kobe. I want to talk about that a little bit. But uh, let's let's talk some brief Super Bowl. So uh, Kansas City Chiefs they beat the San Francisco 49ers 31 to 20. Patrick Mahomes was named the MVP. What were your biggest takeaways from the game? Yeah, for me, um, and if you listen to press coverage, you heard some of this. Okay. But I'm yeah, you don't have to dive deep. Yeah, just no. Um, to me, it was Patrick Mahomes saying, "I'm the best player in the NFL." I know Lamar Jackson was th- oh. the thing this year, <laughs> but like when push comes to shove, I'm the best fucking player in, in the NFL. Won the MVP last year. I'm an offsides penalty away from winning a Super Bowl last year. Get hurt this year, so I kind of go under the radar. But 
doesn't matter how good your defense is. doesn't matter what you do. I'm going to find a way to win, and I'm the best player. Right. I thought I think it was just a, a good game. Uh, no, it was. It was. It, it was kind of sloppy at times. It was like, and also thinking about it, like I don't know. I can look, think back at like some, a lot of Super Bowls, and like there's that one iconic play or moment yeah. that happens. That didn't really happen this year in terms of gameplay. I don't know. You could maybe piece some together, but I don't know. I, when I think back, I just I just remember this being a good game, and yeah. the Chiefs kind of coming, you know, fifty years in the making. Um, so, I don't know. It, it was a good game. Um, I think Jimmy G had a really good game until he threw the picks. Um, Mahomes was Mahomes kinda, wasn't great. Right. Like, But it, then it, it was like last seven and a half minutes. Right. There right, we go. Right. So it was a fun game. It, it was good. I think – honestly, I think both of these teams could be back next year. Do you disagree with that or – not the 49ers? You're shaking. I think the 49ers have a very good chance of getting there. They're very young. So you uh, think just, maybe the Chiefs won't be the one? I just – they got to figure out the Jimmy Garoppolo situation. Oh, I so just, the Niners. Yeah. Oh, okay. Chiefs, I don't know. Chiefs have to pay a lot of people. Um, they still have to give Mahomes a contract. So, like, that's going to – I don't know if it's next year that, like, they start to get squeezed a little bit for cap. But So are you saying Jimmy G isn't the man, potentially? No. Yeah, I don't think so. Really? I don't think so. See, I think he did a okay – like, he did a good job. Dude, his fucking stat line was almost fucking per- until he fucking threw the yeah, picks. Stat line, okay. Until they had to throw the ball, and then what happened? Okay, they couldn't. Do I, it. I like Jimmy G. The yeah, Italian he stallion, porn baby. stars, and he, he looks good. <laughs> like, I, what the fuck does that mean? <laughs> you like porn stars, and you look good. You like people, guys that look good. I don't oh, know. Okay, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Not li- I don't like Jimmy G. There's probably ten or fifteen quarterbacks that I would take. Where if it was like. You got a minute and a half, like, go get me a touchdown. You had to throw the ball. Is Lamar Jackson one of them? I'd say they're both pretty close. Okay. Okay. I don't know who I'd pick, to be honest with yeah. you. <laughs> if it comes down to, like, two minutes, damn. Yeah. But I don't – like, I just don't – he just isn't that guy for me. And I think even Shanahan kind of said they're like, huh, how do you play? And he's like – Played all right. Oh shit! <laughs> like that's not a great deal of confidence right. in your the leader of your franchise. Nah, I I there's with n- how good that defense is, there's like, no way they go in a different direction. I think. well, no, they can't go in a different right. direction. But like, I just don't know if you can win a Super Bowl with him. Okay, I think they have enough pieces where they could get back. I I really do. I, I they're just gonna keep improving. I think. Maybe. Maybe. All right. I don't know. I mean, it's hard. None like, of us know. We don't right. have crystal ball. <laughs> I, I don't know. I just don't know if he's if he's the guy who can get you all the way there. Okay. All right. We we shall see. It it was a fun it was a fun game. Uh, let's talk about kind of the non sporting events of the the whole thing. Uh, the halftime performance. J Lo, Shakira, J Balvin. I think that's the dude's name. Uh, what is it? Bad Bunny. Were Bad they, Bunny. Were they both there? Yeah. Um, what do you think? What did you think? I was drinking a little bit there, Trey. Let you me tell really you. You remember or what? No, I remember. You remember? Woo! You remember Woo! popping a little chubby, huh? <laughs> it was good. Mm-mm-mm. Listen, that was a great performance. No, it was. They, they, it was they got, they got I thought Shakira I, was better than J-Lo. Really? Performance-wise. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I also, like, I don't know if I could name five J-Lo songs. Really? Could you? Probably Exactly. Not. Like I just, Jenny from the Block. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm still Jenny from the Block. I bet you can't. Do you know what the What's name of the that other song one is? That, it's not Jenny from the Block. I don't know. I think. I don't, <laughs> I don't know. know. Like, I just don't know enough J-Lo music for me to, like, vi- like, Shakira, like, 
She's got the hits. Like, well, she has one hit. Hips don't lie. No. Well, she has more than that. Yeah, she's got What's more the than other that? one that she performed at the end? That's the only other hit I know <laughs> oh, of her. Lying. <laughs> but J Lo, she. I don't. I don't even know. They both. I don't really know. She cares about her ass shaker too. Mm, mm. Oh no, brother! Oh, did you see them shaking their ass? I both. I did see both of them. Shakira won. I'm picking J Lo. Oh my god, she's such a smoke. You want that AARP money? That's that's fine. No, nah, she's a smoke show. Uh, yeah, no, it was a very good performance. Probably the best Super Bowl halftime performance I've seen since. Some of the lame asses out there were saying, "Oh my god, it's pornographic. This is a <laughs> Not family. This is a family program." Get the hell out of here. It was Turn a great performance. There. What did you expect when it was J-Lo and Shakira? Right. Expect them to be out there singing church music? I think the biggest surprise of the performance was Pitbull didn't come out, to be straight honest with you. Darn. Man's from Miami. Mr. Worldwide. <laughs> uh, miss Mr. Worldwide. Another cool thing, which I don't know if you knew, uh, I think it was during Shakira's uh, set was J-Lo's daughter performed alongside her. The little girl who was singing, I'm, I'm like... Oh, that was eighty-five percent sure. That's J Lo's daughter, which is cool. I think that'll be that's cool. Uh, yeah, it was a really good performance. I, you know, I don't bring get, them back next year. I don't get what the the haters. I just don't get them. I honestly don't. Uh, and then let's talk commercials. What what, what was your favorite so, commercial? So I, the commercials were good this year. They, I think. So I was in a bar. Uh, so you didn't so really I could get to watch. hear like like I saw them, but I couldn't hear right, them right, very right. well. The favorite one that I saw. Was uh, Jason Momoa? Yes, taking I was off just gonna say his. I was when dying. he took his hair off at the end. I was <laughs> done. I was dying. That one was hilarious. It's been a few weeks. So I'm trying to remember some other ones, but a uh, lot of Office characters. Toby had two. Dwight had one. I think John Krasinski might have been in one. Oh, yeah, the 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 John Krasinski, the Boston accent one. Yeah. Have you seen any of them since? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. The John Krasinski was really funny. They did like a Boston accent yeah. kind of shtick. So that was that was funny. Um, I don't know. Now that I'm trying to remember, I, I'm not really like remembering it. The start of it with the kid in the NFL Very commercial. Cool. Very cool. The whole bar was crying. <laughs> really? I swear to God. I don't know if they're just all nervous and drunk, but <laughs> like the whole bar was sitting there wiping tears. I was like, it's gonna be a long fucking <laughs> I could only imagine Kansas City uh, in the, that that, that would have been wild. It was insane. I, I can only imagine. That's cool. Okay. Um, is that it for the? Oh, Super we Bowl? also saw uh, Friday night. They did like a pep rally thing. Okay, and we saw Tech Nine. Oh, wow. oh yeah, yeah, I remember you he played that. three songs and it was like Rick Ross called him, asked me to come to Miami, so I'm going to Miami. <laughs> he left. <laughs> that's kind of fucking sweet though. Three songs. <laughs> I mean, that's annoying. Him but and Chris Calico. What did, What did he uh, play? Chief Kingdom, which is okay. actually kind of a banger. You should listen to it. Okay, it was cool to hear that in Kansas City. Did they do your Malibulu? Is that the name of the song? Caribulu. Caribulu. Whatever. <laughs> no, no, they didn't. That's not my Tech Nine song. What? I thought you said you liked that song. Not that one, no. Uh, oh, okay, sorry. Uh, they did. Uh, white, I'm not the biggest tech white girl go crazy or whatever. I don't know. I, yeah, I'm not the a, biggest. That's tech a big guy. one right now. Okay. Uh, I was a big tech fan in high school. High school. I rem- I thought you Been said you listened since. to that one though. I rem- I thought you're. Did you so play? I know Caribou Lou. I oh. mean, that was a banger, but like that is not my Tech Night song. Or like, didn't did they play it in like your locker room? Or I remember you telling me something. Oh, that about was the, uh, the, the that song. box, that box. Kids, if you're not 18, don't listen to that one. <laughs> um, but it's it's Tech Nine. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Sorry. Um, I'm out here making false statements. My apologies. Yeah. The, it, it was so. Here's the story about that. Um, I got to Kansas City at like 5:30. 
So we had to go like right away because there was like 20,000 people down there. PM. PM. Okay. Because it was Friday night. Friday night. Okay. Gotcha. So we had to go right away. So we get down there. I haven't ate. We're drinking. I'm like, listen, if I'm going to survive tonight. Retweet. I've got to get oh, some Oh, yeah, because your girlfriend doesn't like to eat. Yeah, I know. Like when she's getting fucked up. I right. don't get that. Yeah. I mean, well, she pays for it the next day. <laughs> anyway. And then she doesn't like to eat when she's hungover, right? Oh, yeah. We don't eat till like 4 o'clock the next Fuck day. It's fucking that. terrible. Yeah. I have to get some grease in exactly. me. Exactly. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> so I'm like, okay, there's a place that sells pizza by the slice nice. in this little joint. I'll right. go there. Line was 30 minutes long. Fuck. So I'm like, you know what? I'm here. Tech Nine's not out yet. I'll get it. I get it. I eat my three slices. As <laughs> three slices. Three slices. Big slices, too. I'm not proud of it. Um, as I'm coming out, Tech hits the stage. Can't see him because there's so many people, and I'm, like, at a weird angle. By the time I, like, squeeze through everybody because it was so packed, show ended, and I had just gotten to them. <laughs> so like, I did not even, like, barely saw them. Uh, didn't even stand with my girlfriend during it, but. Hate Chief Kingdom it. Live was really cool. It's called like the song is called Chief Kingdom, and that was like the first song they came out to. When, I bet like, that would stuff. It was pretty sweet. Right, so, that's cool. Anyway, good stuff. All right, that's the Super Bowl coverage. I I hate to end on a bad note, so let's let's talk a little XFL if you want. If you watched it, I don't know, but I kind of want to talk about Kobe a little bit. Yeah, I'd rather talk about Kobe. Yeah, no, I just didn't know if we wanted to end on kind yeah, of a no, somber well, note. Okay, that's fine. Cool. So Kobe Bryant. And his 13-year-old daughter and, was it seven other people? Seven others, yeah. Tragically uh, died in a helicopter crash. Um, it just absolutely tragic, unexpected. Um, just a crazy, crazy moment for pop culture in general. Yeah. Uh, but this honestly cut me deep. And it was it's weird because I am not like – there's some people – we came up with Kobe, like, mm-hmm. watching Kobe. He was, like, one of the stars, like, after Michael Jordan, really, kind of before LeBron, yeah. like, when we were young in high school and shit. But I wasn't, like, a huge Kobe fan. Like, there are some of my friends who are Lakers fans because of Kobe. Yeah. That was not me. But still, this cut me so deep. I think it's more so just because of the family aspect and, like, Well, and how man. sudden and surprising it was. Right, well, that too. But it's just, like... No, like you're there with your daughter, knowing it's gonna probably be the end, man. That I cried multiple times over that image in my head. Like, yeah, it cut me so deep, man. It it, it still hurts. I mean, it's no. just it sucks. What yeah. do you what do you think about it? Uh, so I, mean, I was so I was with Erica when this happened. Uh, we were actually binging the uh, Outsider, uh, okay. getting ready to watch it that night um, for the new one, and uh, one of my buddies sent the TMZ article. And I immediately responded, like, yeah, is this real? That's fake. Right. Like, it can't be real. Right. Like, I, went to I think that's site. what everybody probably right. reacted like. The, like. the site crashed. Like, there's no way. Mm-hmm. So I was like, hey, like, cut this shit off. And we went to ESPN and the Pro Bowl's on. I'm like, okay, well, now we're not getting any information. Right. Like, this is. So, like, I sat there for, like, 20 minutes, just kind of in, like, shock. Mm-hmm. And then finally we started getting reports that, like, it was confirmed. Um, and then ABC did a cutaway and they were like, his whole family might have been like all of his kids might have yeah. been on there. Yeah. The, and like I just broke down. Like the, when they said yeah. that, I was like, what the fuck? Like, the journalist, the journalism yeah. on this, uh, like absolutely horrific. Yeah. It's okay to not confirm a story. It's okay to not be the first one. Exactly. To confirm it. Like it's okay when people's lives 
or what we're talking about to take your time and just make sure you get it fucking right. Right. Like you don't have to be the first one. Exactly. Like a lady from Arkansas was like, uh, just confirm none of Kobe's kids were on there. You're fucking Arkansas. Right, right. You don't know that shit. Yeah. You got uh, 1,327 followers. Right. <laughs> Who are you talking to that's <laughs> confirming that? Right. Anyway. Yeah. That uh, part honestly pisses me off. I know. I know. Because they, they, they reported that. It's just, I don't it, even with remember. the social media, like, Right. Landscape of things. like it, People just don't know how to deal with it yet. 100%. Uh, hopefully, it's something that gets better, but it'll probably just get worse over time. But anyway, um, so that was like the first time I broke down. And then it was just kind of awkward. Um, your girlfriend's like not looking at you, and you're just like trying not to cry. Yeah. Um, and then I I pulled up the uh, bas- his, uh, basketball poem that he ended up winning the oh, shit. Oscar for. Bad, bad thing to do. That'll yeah. just make you cry even more. It and made I just, me cry. I sobbed. I was yeah. like sitting there like I had to go to the bathroom, like blow my note. Like I was sobbing. All and right. again, I grew up. I am a LeBron like Stan, like Kobe was my enemy because I loved LeBron. Like I have argued so many times against Kobe, like, and I just was like heartbroken. Right. And then you watch the Grammys and it was right. one of those things where like Alicia Keys was so like beautiful with how she did everything that I was. And I, like I cried again. Right. And then it was just like, I was and so then damn the tired. Lovato, and then the Camila yeah. Cabello. And yeah, I was just, just like, so tired and emotionally drained. Right. And then it got to the point where next day I go home, go to work and like, I was fine, and then I was just sitting there, like on the couch, and I like started just watching like Kobe interviews and like that, that, all these yeah. different things, and I just started crying. The again. Jay Williams one, the oh. uh, the who did who started like the girl dad one. I don't know her name on yeah, ESPN, I know but that about. anchor that was amazing. That made yeah. me cry. Yeah, it man. and so like it was just a couple of days of just pure like sadness and See, just from, genuine like right, right. heartbreak and like to think. Because at first when they were like all five kids were on there and I was just like, what? Someone needs to go get his wife. Like right. his wife. Because like, how do you live with that? And right. thankfully, like I know this sounds bad, but thankfully it was just one instead of all five. Um, but then like the other hard part about this is you get those videos of Kobe and her together. Like we see so many moments of those two together and the love that they have that you're just, it's just heartbreaking like you said to think of them on the helicopter knowing and they might not have from the reports it sounds like it was just really heavy fog and it was kind of an unfortunate thing so part of me hopes they didn't know that so they didn't have that like last minute like terror because i don't know what you do as a parent there right right yeah i don't know the 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 that week was like a thinker for me it's just like Like and it, I I kept going back to the Jay Williams interview like yeah. put that shit aside it doesn't matter like family matters like man it just right. makes you it makes you think man it's crazy yeah so, just then, a tragic did you just watch, a tragic moment. did you watch the Lakers game their first home uh, game they I, did I did it. not I, um, I I watched the LeBron uh, kind of yeah. speech after the fact on Twitter yeah they did a great beautiful, moment they did a great beautiful moment. job honoring right. him um, they had this really cool. Uh, like Kobe statue outside. Um, okay, and they put a halo over it. Oh, that's sweet. oh, it was fun. It was so cool. Um, but yeah, it was it was a it was a hard couple days. Um, right. and again, as someone obviously never met the guy, didn't know him. Right. Um, openly rooted against him. Right. Um, it's just sad because he was so bright. He was so smart. I know he had his flaws. I'm not trying to like idolize the guy here. Um, but 
to see how he was like dealing with life outside of basketball where so many of these superstars when they quit playing the sport or they have the sport taken from them mm-hmm. like they just can't like function without it right right and to see how he was excelling off the court he won an oscar he was one of the biggest advocates for mm-hmm. women's sports like mm-hmm. all of these amazing things that he was doing outside of basketball to make an impact it was really cool and like think about it he did this for he played basketball for 20 years and he was one of those guys where he was so driven that it was all basketball all the time he didn't have time for anything else and now he finally got to start living his life and just like that it's over um absolutely heartbreaking heartbreaking yeah yeah can't really say anything more than that sorry to end on kind of a a good note though It's it's a good note the lesson is you know, cherish the ones you got. Exactly. Love them. Give them hugs. Um, tell them you love them. Right. Um, life's too short, man. Let, like Jay Will said, let that shit go. And, exactly. One hundred percent. Listen to Are You Entertained? Love, love you, brother. Love you too, boy. All right. This is Trey Alessio, the Dawn of Entertainment, alongside Brand Ugly Consulary. Thank you for sticking with us. Thank you for sharing us, and we'll be back for more. Be well. <laughs>